in a world where chickens don't always make it across the road, we're relevant. Relevant Podcast. Anytime, anywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friday, May 30th, 2008 edition of the Old Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. You know, I thought about that phrase just now as I was saying it, and it's not really a companion to the magazine at all. No, it's really not. It's like an extension. It's like a redheaded stepchild. It's I was it, going to say it's a tumorous growth. I like to think of it as the ugly, stupid cousin. Okay. The Ugly Stupid Cousin of Relevant Magazine <laughs> and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is, back in full effect, the regular podcast crew. To my immediate left, Editorial Director Adam Smith. Greetings, everybody. Thankfully, this week, across from me, in my gaze, is my beautiful wife, not Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> Maya Strang. Did he really sit over here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was creeping me out. <laughs> and to my right, shoved in the corner, is web guru Lloyd Kinsley. Shalom, listeners. Today's podcast, we've got another game this week. Can you smell that? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The answer to that question is clearly yes. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry. Uh, know your Yacht Rock. We will be calling a listener live uh, who doesn't even know that it's about to happen. His life is about to be changed, and he has no idea right now that it's about to happen. He's sitting. I almost feel sorry for him because years later, he'll be like, if I had only known, I never would have answered that call. <laughs> What's a Yacht Rock? You'll see. You'll, you'll see. Let's oh. just say it goes down smooth. Uh, up first, we've got your entertainment releases, and then next we'll have slices, and then we'll have your feedback at the end. It's kind of a little audio table of contents I just gave you. Nice. So you can know where to skip. Skip two. Can, can I ask why you are on a stool and above all of us? <laughs> I like being slightly symbolism. elevated. <laughs> yeah, it's called symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I figured I would personify how I view myself in my head. <laughs> oh, okay. I would uh, right. live it out. That's how I see you too, although you are generally in in my head like encrusted in jewels. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and white fur. No, yes. the, tr- the truth is I, I can hear a difference. When I'm in a loungy, recliny chair, mm-hmm. I'm way more... Mm. And then when I'm more having Barry to sit, White. yes, <laughs> <laughs> more <laughs> sultry, more yeah, uh, and tired. I get tired, mm. and if I'm on the stool, I have to have good posture, and I keep things moving. All right, okay, we'll see how you do. All right, all right, let's go. First up, we've got music coming out on Tuesday, June third. We've got Common with the greatest story ever told. So clearly, it's either about dragons or the Bible. <laughs> yeah, that, I would say those Dragons? are the only two, only two options. Or maybe when were thinking they? of the never-ending story. <laughs> yeah, when were they listed as the greatest story ever told? 
I'm saying the never-ending story with that big white Cameron dragon thing just that flies. Likes Surely it's the life-giving power from unicorn blood. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Cameron just likes dragons and oh. unicorns, okay. And the Bible. Yeah. Uh, the future heads with This Is Not The World on Vagrant. Fleet Foxes with Fleet Foxes on Sub Pop. And Weezer with Weezer, the Red Album. I Okay, I am waiting with excited trepidation. Bated breath? Bated breath, but I don't know if I'm insanely excited or insanely terrified for this Weezer album. Um, I've heard two singles off of it so far. First of all, Blue and Pinkerton, probably two of my favorite albums of all time. Well, I, let's play a little bit of the current single. What is it? Pork and Beans. Pork and Beans. Here we go. I'm a Blue was one of those albums that came out when I was in ninth grade. And uh, there are those albums that you can look back and say, that album changed my life. And Blue was one of those. Mine, um, mine an audio Bible. Mine was, <laughs> mine was Spice Girls. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. It was no, Robbie weren't. Williams, no, wasn't it? No, it was Robbie Williams. Yeah. Uh, James they Blunt. Pop stars. Was it James Blunt's first one? <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're just going to uh, list as many British Oasis. names as you can think There's of. horrible ones. Champagne Supernova. Yeah. But at any rate, so I, I heard Pork and Beans, and I think that's their best single in years and years and years. And then they put out another single um, that is either the most brilliant, groundbreaking music I've ever heard, or utterly horrible. And I haven't been able to decide which. Kind of like Portishead. Kind of like Portishead. Well, the new Portishead, I think, is pretty amazing. But incredibly weird. If seen through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. No, this uh, this Weezer song, it's called uh, The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived. Not the greatest story Jesus. ever told, mind you. It's called The Greatest <laughs> Man Who Ever Lived. Or and, a dragon. Or a dragon. <laughs> it is. It switches genres like five times within the is same song. Is there any country-western hip-hop in it? I believe so. Hmm. And uh, you've seen Rivers Cuomo's crazy mustache, right? Love it. It's kind yeah. of creepy. It's very creepy, but kind of He's awesome. He's giving me the heebie is, is it a Chester molester? <laughs> yes. No, no, no I would it's say a full it is. mustache. Yeah, but it still it makes him look like I wouldn't leave my children with him. No, he looks creepy <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for your music coming out on Tuesday. Three days later, after you've gotten your new Weezer album and Common album. Enjoy. Yeah, and either are just reeling with joy or infuriated once again. If you want to cleanse your palate of that music, uh, you can go to the movies. Coming out in theaters, we've got Mongol, starring a bunch of names that I can't pronounce because they're foreign. And (laughs) How PC of you. Kung Fu Panda with uh, Jack Black, Dustin Hoffman, Angelina Jolie, Jackie Chan, Lucy Liu. I was able to pronounce those names. (laughs) Um, You don't mess with the Zohan, the... Incredible looking Adam Sandler movie. Mm. You know, joking. the thing is, though, I'll probably go see yeah. it. Sure. I love yeah, Adam Sandler. I'll join you, Adam. Yeah. I'll go see it, too. Adam Sandler's hilarious. I'm sorry. Uh, it's rated PG-13 uh, for crude and sexual content throughout. That's, I mean, that's, that's any what Adam it says. Sandler movie. Throughout. <laughs> throughout. Yeah. yeah, and it says language and nudity. Non-stop. Yeah, yeah that's any Adam Sandler movie. That's jam-packed. <laughs> yeah. But John Apatow co-wrote this one. Oh, really? He did. Interesting. So there's why there's crude sexual humor and nudity. <laughs> exactly. You put those two together, it's like a vortex of uh, potty Smart. humor. All right, so that'll do it for your entertainment releases. 
I'm sitting up on a stool, so I'm going to keep things moving. Up next, <laughs> Slices. <laughs> You're listening to The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived by Weezer. You're probably very confused. It's about Jesus. <laughs> and at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Vampire Weekend with their new single, Oxford Comma. It's about a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Here with Slices, Adam Smith. So Wait, uh, wait. Should we do the intro? <laughs> Can we not use the one from last time? No, I will. I'll, okay, here's the intro. Here's Slices. Philip Morris, purveyor of fine quality tobacco, comes your news from around the world. Slices. All right, thank you, me. Um, <laughs> so that was your great grandfather. That was it, you? <laughs> That's right. That was uh, that was uh, Chesterfield Aloysius Smith. How soon they forget? Mm-hmm. <laughs> back back in the day. Hawking his wares through uh, casties on street corners, you know. Um, times were times were simpler then in many ways. So anyway, um, speaking of difficult times, uh, we all know the international sensation that the Al Gore slideshow and uh, subsequent book and subsequent movie, An Inconvenient Truth, has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course, the only thing to do is. Uh, merchandising spinoffs on that and so the next step for it is the opera no um, indeed officials at uh an Italy's, inconvenient opera an inconvenient <laughs> opera there, it's there it's no, really tough to find right there are no seats <laughs> the directions are poor <laughs> the parking is not good uh, yeah. but officials at italy's la scala opera say that um this uh delicious this italian, italian composer, restaurant by the way it, it is. They've got fantastic spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love, uh, one of the things I love in any film featuring like a uh, um, a stereotypical New York Italian guy is that they always, they'll, they'll be talking like a New York punk and then the moment they say anything about Italian food, they go into a ridiculous Italian accent. Like, yeah, yeah, like, ah, oh, come on, I just want to go home and have some of my mama's spaghetti with some mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Italian composer Giorgio Battistelli has been commissioned to produce an opera based upon an inconvenient truth, and uh, you know, it's about I, death and destruction. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing more entertaining for an opera than an old guy doing a slideshow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. just I can't see just physically how that would work. Would work. I I imagine him just standing there like slides. You know, pretty much like that. <laughs> like the fat opera singer from uh, Mr. Deeds. From Mr. Deeds, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll basically just be a slideshow ice of the guy saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i'm looking forward to that i think it's Buy probably you a ticket over there so yeah it. i'm i'm thinking i'll go see mama mia then i'll go see that and just kind of compare the two <laughs> that's that's opera right mama mia up if next so. 
I'm sitting up high. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I found this really gross slice, and I just had to let y'all hear it so you could just shiver and, and crawl into a ball. In our timbers? Uh, yes. Um, Clay Aiken has impregnated uh, a woman yes, by artificial insemination. I heard about this. <laughs> And uh, she's 50. She's 40 something. Oh, okay. And she's his best friend and she's produced a bunch of his albums and he has artificially inseminated her and uh but says that Clay will reportedly play an active role in raising the child. Oh, wow. If there was ever confirmation that he's not straight, it's that. I would say he so. He looks like Willy Wonka. Oh, I was going to say right if now. there's ever confirmation that he is Lucifer. It's that. <laughs> He's spreading his seed. He's spreading his demon <laughs> seed. Oh. oh, wow. Come with me and you'll see <laughs> artificial insemination. <laughs> okay, you just, just he, he really does he, look like Willy Wonka. You, you, have ruined, so you have ruined that thing forever. <laughs> so freaky. Thank you. Oh, man. My other random slice is that NASA is spending great... Uh, amount of money to send uh, Buzz Lightyear the doll up into the International Space Station for a couple months. That just amazes. Me. Like, how <laughs> could that reason? possibly just cost all that money? Don't you just hand them to someone? And say, here, hold this. Yeah. Throw it in the pocket. How much money? To the side of your seat. They didn't say. I'm just saying he's going B- up on. He's billions. going. He's going to go up there and hang out on. What the they've space probably station. done is said uh, they've they've taken well, the percentage of space that he will occupy and and then say that's how much it's costing to also, send. Also, any amount of weight you put on this, I actually read this. Any amount of weight you put on this, they have to do all these calculations because the payload of a space shuttle has to be perfectly balanced, hmm. like absolutely <laughs> perfectly balanced, or it'll throw the whole thing out. Of whack. So if there's a horrible catastrophe at the launches because of Buzz Lightyear, it's you're probably because of Buzz Lightyear, the 12 inch tall. Buzz Lightyear doll. Yeah. <laughs> is he is Buzz is Buzz Lightyear going up with the repairs for the toilet? Did you I hear about the space so, yeah. station having the toilet broken They're, down? The toilet's broken. Oh, that would be bad. On yeah. the International Space Station, and there's, I mean, thankfully everyone wears diapers, but you know. Well, I had the, re- the it came over the you know the the communication they received was Houston. We have a problem. It's brown and it's floating by my dinner. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, so the world's rarest rhinoceros, which is the Java the the Javan rhino, has been captured on film by specially installed um, like trap cameras um, that would obviously only turn on and be triggered, and they were planted around um, an area in Indonesia. But they were captured, and then seconds later, after the footage was captured, the mother and calf, which were the the two on on camera, charged the camera and and destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Now the thing that they're saying strange about this is because. The camera uses um, infrared lights, so they would have no way of knowing it was there, and it was hidden in kind of like fake foliage. So for some reason, these two rhinos, for the first time in years, didn't even know, you know, what their worries about their numbers, that they're one of the rarest species, and then all of a sudden they appear, and the minute they appear, they take out the device that that captures them. I think they've just... You know, they're they're almost getting that kind of paparazzi sensation. They're like, you know yeah. what, enough. Yeah. And they charge that camera. Yeah, she's like, you're following me around with my kids now. Yeah, come on, give me some privacy. Yeah, not cool. Speaking of animals getting charged, I was uh, <laughs> or charging. I was uh, driving home. We moved last weekend, so I was driving home. It's Aww. a new path. I turned right on this road that goes right over to the condo where we live downtown, and and the condo is across from a big. Uh, Lake Park, you know, downtown called Lake Eola. And I'm in, I turn the corner and I'm in the right lane. It's a four lane road. <clears throat> and there's two beautiful white Aflac looking ducks crossing the street, like full grown, you know, sure. Aflac size. Yeah. <laughs> and they're to the left walking toward the park. And traffic is oncoming. 
and th- it's not slowing down for these two big ducks. And I see it like an inevitable crash about to happen, and I see a PT Cruiser, maroon PT Cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> Go oh. figure. Right. Didn't slow down a bit, plows right into the ducks. Oh, man. One of the ducks, last second, scoot out of the way. The other duck, like, thought, surely this thing's not going to hit me. And at the last second, like, oh, crap. Turned its back to to, it, to kind of brace for the impact, spread its wings. And ducked. And looked right at me. <laughs> <laughs> looked right at me like, ah! And, and the car hit it, hit it, pushing it right in front of my car. Right, and so then you finished no. it off. No, no, I had stopped. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was about to jump out of my car and help the poor Affleck duck, you know, because he was like arm or wings spread, looking right at me, like screaming for help as he got hit by this car. <laughs> he, he's laying on his side, pops up, looks for his friend, sees his friend, and kept walking across the street. Wow, couldn't Miracle. believe it. Wow. I was so mad at that at PT Cruiser, though. Seriously, I couldn't believe it. So you it's know, it's to be expected. It's a, living downtown. There's a lot of violence, car on Vine, duck violence. You know, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's it, jaded me. Here's the thing that confuses me, though, is any time I've ever been driving and like birds, you know, they get out they, of the way. What? But they always somehow forget that they can fly. Right. It's like <laughs> they, they start <laughs> run. They start like waddling off. It's like that is the form of locomotion that you're worst at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a duck walking on solid ground is the absolute worst way for you to move. I know. And 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 as the car neared, you would think split second. Eh. I'll just flap and go above it. Yeah. Oh, wait. I've been blessed with the gift of flight. Yeah. I have an unlimited ceiling here right. to avoid this inevitable crash. Yeah. And no, he got hit. I've never seen a bird, duck, whatever, get hit. I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up. Bring it up. Um, Is this yeah. about your hose? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't want to talk about that. Um, Last night, his hose blew off his water heater. It's oh. Like, they were whoa, like, whoa, whoa. no way, water heater. <laughs> uh, but uh, at any rate, um, I posted this up in slices a couple days ago. But is it about car and duck violence? No, oh. but it's about it's about monkeys and robots. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, the, these uh, scientists have done this test where they actually like implanted a little electrode in the brain of a monkey, and the monkey has learned how to use a robotic arm. To feed itself just through its thoughts. So, wait, is the robotic arm attached to the monkey in any way, or is it a, like uh, in the yeah, room? It has, I it, think, because from what it looked like, it pins the thing it's in. I mean, the thing is, it looks like well, great scientific advancement, but also cruelty because yeah, it's the in monkey like a is glass like glass case, <laughs> and it can't what? really move. It, just its head is out of the glass case, but the robot arm isn't attached to the no, monkey. No, it's not part of the monkey. But it's just, just so it's almost like, like a, a dog arm. with a big dish on, around its neck. Where it can't. It's like a cone dog. Right. It's yeah. like a cone dog. Um, but. Delicious cone dog. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I do love cone dogs. Um, Hot mustard and they'll relish. Mm-hmm. But there's. Uh, I, I think, though, that this may be that watershed event that we were talking about months ago that signals humanity's cue to destroy all monkeys and all robots because they're collaborating. Mm-hmm. Didn't I say months ago, mm-hmm. did, if monkeys and robots ever collaborated, it was time to Over. destroy all of both of them. You, uh, sh- you should write fortune cookie things because <laughs> you can tell the future. That's right. I would say being confined into a completely construct- constrictive glass case is not really them joining forces. And, and yet he has a robot arm many times more powerful than a human. 
Can I tell the robot arm to take the glass box off of him? <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> got free. Right. Yeah. Like, wait a second. It's like, wait a second. Open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, eventually, it'll come to that. Eventually, he'll just like smash through the glass case. <laughs> Scientist is running up. The monkey just punches him with the robot arm. And then the monkey swings off on his robot arm. Well, no, at the moment, the robot arm is attached to a very heavy base unit. So he'll be like, oh. Oh, he'll I find broke the glass and I got the scientists. Uh, I'm going to use my robotic hand to call a taxi. The, he'll start using the robot arm to build the rest of the robot <laughs> around it. Nice. And then he'll break out. And basically we'll have an enormous towering robot with a little monkey in the center of it controlling it all. All right, that'll do it for slices. listening to Ain't It On The Floor by Culture Reject. And uh, that's what you're listening to right now. I've got nothing to say. I've got nothing about that. They're rejecting culture flat out. You know, they're very intolerant. Yeah, I've got... I mean, you can't even dialogue with people like that. Yeah. Culture Reject. All right, so now it is time for a new game. We've, we've decided that other than, you know, uh, epic ones like Footboard Superstars or other quiz-related games, uh, that, that pretty much it's one and done. So, so what you heard last week of Can You Lick That, never going to hear it again. Yeah. It's, it's over. We wet your appetite and then we yank it out from under you. We went out on a high note, mm-hmm. is how I like to look at yeah. it. I'm sitting up on a stool. We've got to keep it moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> moving on to the next game. So... For this game, we actually are going to call a listener, a live listener. Well, we hope they're alive. Because <clears throat> it would be awkward otherwise. It and a little bit quiet. Very much would be. Okay, so without any further ado, here is the game of the week. Come sail away on the seas of smoothness with Know Your Yacht Rock. The game that asks you to identify some of the lamest music ever made. All yes, right. <laughs> what did you just do? Yes, <laughs> okay, so that's this week's <laughs> game, Know Your Yacht Rock. And we are going to call a podcast listener named Matt Wheeler. He's from Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. He wrote in um, in eager anticipation just saying, if you guys do another game, please consider me as a contestant. Here's my phone number. Yeah. So right now we are wow. going to call Matt Wheeler. Yeah. And Cameron, this music is so smooth. It's veritably frictionless. It's spelled with a V, not a T-H. Yeah. It's smooth <laughs> is what it is. That's how smooth it is. Wow. Yeah. I think I think pretty much everyone here is uh, probably going to fall in love a little bit today. <laughs> if we were to add it to a playlist, we'd call it Double Churn Butter. <laughs> no? That's just delicious. Yeah. And smooth. <laughs> yeah. You'd call it Baby Skin. Mm. That's how smooth it is. Hello? Oh, hello? Who's, is, is this Matt Wheeler? Yeah. Hey, Matt, this is Cameron Strang from The Relevant Podcast. Oh, hey, how are you? Can can you play a game right now? 
I believe I could. Oh, there you go. Woo-hoo. Good stuff. We have a game here. Okay, so uh, you just heard Lloyd. Lloyd's here. Maya is here, Hello, and Matt. Adam is here. Hey, Matt. Oh, wow. Hey, how are you guys doing? We are literally recording you right now, so don't do anything embarrassing. <laughs> or do, or please do something embarrassing. It'll make things interesting. All right. The game that you are about to play is called Know Your Yacht Rock. Okay. Matt, would you say on a scale of one to smooth, how well would you say you know your yacht rock? My yacht rock? What yeah. do you mean like yacht like boats? Yeah, well, we're talking the some of the smoothest mu- music ever made here. Loggins and Messina, Steely Dan, you know. Like Seals and Crofts, anybody like that? Exactly. You know so, this stuff. You'd say you know your I, Yacht Rock pretty well. Oh, yeah, well, I know a couple of names, but we'll, we'll see how it holds up. What's going to happen here is we will play you a 15-second clip, or up to a 15-second clip, at the point where you know... Your yacht rock. I want you to just say the artist and the song. Yeah, and, okay. and I hope that you are sitting down <laughs> because this music is so smooth. You may lose the ability to stand upright. You will get weak need. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably find yourself after a couple of these songs. You'll probably look down. You're suddenly wearing boat shoes. <laughs> nice. And you're actually at a marina. And wearing a captain's hat and everything. Yes. With an Appletini in hand. And an ascot. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so smooth. Prepare I'm telling yourself. You. So. All right. So without any further ado, here is your first song. What is that song? I wish I knew. <laughs> I was I was so relaxed. I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> I'll I'll give I was you like right there and go ahead. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give you a hint on this one. I, Since... I can play another clip. Okay, okay. How about camera... this? That was only ten seconds. Okay, so that was your first ten seconds. So I will play another ten seconds. Just make sure it's not the chorus, because I'll. I'm just gonna play the next ten seconds. Oh, no, we'll see I what happens. Accidentally do that. All right. All right, what is that song? Um, I'll just go with Loggins and Messina, and I don't have a clue. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually right. No, I'm kidding. No, it's, not uh, at all. No, it's uh, the song is Rosanna, the group Rosanna. Toto. Yeah. Oh, uh, Toto. Oh. Interesting fact. I, I would say little known, but I think it's actually widely known. This song was written uh, for Rosanna Arquette. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Roseanne Barr. Are you you're in Mountain Joy, Pennsylvania? Is that right? Yeah. Well, I, I work in New York. It's down the road. Um, I remember some time ago I had sent an email and you guys had something about uh, Mountain Joy. You went on about twenty minutes about the van breaking down, the relevant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was last summer. Thanks for bringing back a painful memory. <laughs> when it got, when it had a hole in the side of the engine, how's that even happen? <laughs> Someone Sabotage. just shoot it with a deer slug. No, Saboteur. I think it was him. Actually. <laughs> All right. Well, so. He, he, well, I think you needed some yacht rock to, to soothe away the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue, because you are now ready for your next song. 
Here it is. What is that song? I know it's Michael McDonald. Okay. You got that mm-hmm. much. Well, that's partially correct. <laughs> no, it's partially correct. He can is. I, can I get a second clip of that? Yeah, we will give you a second clip. What is that song? Let's say it's called She. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no idea. If that's if that's what you believe about that song title, my friend, that's what a fool believes. <laughs> the song is What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. So oh. With Michael McDonald on lead vocals. Right. That's what I was saying. Yeah. You're partially correct. I was half expecting Kara to just like jump in, like, come in the door because <laughs> you're playing some Michael McDonald. <laughs> All right. You are now O for Smooth still. Yeah. Yes. And we will give you your now third song. Here it is. By the way, summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. What is that song? <laughs> well, I think it's called Summer Breeze. Do you know the artist? Uh. We'll go with Fields and Crofts. I don't know. You got it right. You are one for smooth now. Yeah, this basically, right now, you're residing right around the area of uh, Kenny Loggins when he did the soundtrack to Top Gun. So, smooth, but not that smooth. Okay. All right. Uh. So, you're one for three. Here is your fourth song. Now, I gave you a double clip of that. What is that song? Oh, man. I've heard it. The gate time turns soft rock radio. There it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more, one more taste. Savor it. Swish it around. Mm. Tasty indeed, but uh, especially a little, little xylophone-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I wish I had a yeah, baby come back. Actually, I think is the name of it, isn't it? That is correct. Yes. Ding 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 ding. Now, what is the group? Uh, baby come back. What's that? I was just—it was in my head. I was singing the chorus. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Hall and Oates. No, it is player. But we will give you a half smooth point for that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. now, 1. basically. 5. You are uh, a Def Leppard power ballad. So now I can wear the boot shoes, but I can't wear the captain's hat. That's right. Yeah, and you have not come anywhere near the ascot. (laughs) Okay, here is your next song. And when I feel I can't go on, you come and hold me. It's you and me forever. Sarah. 
Sorry, I just kept that one playing because it's so it's just good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Boy, I don't have any idea the name of the song. It sounded like Hall and Oates, but Wow, half it, there. It is Hall and Oates. Come on, you want to hear the clip again? The exact oh, same okay. clip, or do you want to hear the remainder? I can give you ten more I can give you ten new seconds or the same twenty seconds. Ten new seconds is probably more helpful. All right. Oh, won't you smile and laugh for me, Sarah? If you feel like... That's your 10 new seconds. What is that song? I heard the word girl in there. So how about girl? It is Sarah Smile by Hollow Notes. So another half point. So you've got that's, two. That's actually two one of their only really smooth Yacht Rocky songs. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, rich girl wouldn't qualify. No, nor would Man Eater. <laughs> <laughs> Although both of those are, well, both of those are awesome, but they're not yacht rock. Right. All right. By the way, at this point, you're up to being a, uh, I would say, a song by the Scorpions, probably Rocky like a hurricane. Yeah. So you're dropping in well, smoothness. I was thinking like a whistle solo, but yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> no, you're dropping in smoothness is what's happening. It's dropping. Yeah. Why is oh, that? No. Because as you miss them, you drop in smoothness. You start. Oh, okay. You, you start at Loggins and Messina. Okay. And as you miss questions, you drop in smoothness. So right. So if now, he misses another one, he's like the doctor from the Love Boat. Oh, just wait, <laughs> just wait. Right now he's at Rocky like a hurricane. Okay. All right, and right. and this will be your last song. This is the last song here, and uh, here is here it is. What is that song? What the heck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was that? It was smooth Correct. awesomeness. <laughs> that is the song title. Something about high heel sneakers. I've I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Take a guess. Oh. Would you like another ten second clip? Yeah, why not? What is that song? Can you narrow down the artist? Oh, man. No, I really can't. I, I even have a, how about, I know it's a Michael Bolton, but how we just work Michael Bolton into this? <laughs> Why can't we be lovers if we can't be friends? <laughs> <laughs> that, ironically, was the bonus round. But, uh, <laughs> so, someone here has never seen the movie FM. It's the song yeah, FM about- by Steely Dan. Mm. Steely Dan. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, now, Matt, with your final miss, that takes you to the lowest level of smoothness ever known to mankind. You're the Eagles. <laughs> oh, no. But thanks for playing. Yeah, I would thank you for playing, but you just were a downer. Because you, you didn't know enough of the smoothness. Yeah, if I was about 10 years older, you know, I'd be good to go. Older, I don't really listen to any of the stuff that you played, so... Oh, that's well, that's, that's your downfall yeah, right that, there. That's your misfortune, my now friend. Now you can start. Do you have a girlfriend or a wife? I have a wife. You have a wife. And you don't listen to this music. <laughs> how, how did you acquire her if you, if you didn't use She's this into, as part of the no, seduction yeah, process? She might be into thrash metal. 
Yeah. Oh. How, how did you how did you acquire a wife without uh without Michael McDonald's Yama be there? You know. Oh well, but it was other songs. You see. So oh right. Those. That's true. He just didn't know these six. That's true. Yeah. What? What? That happens. Well, he knew two of the six. Probably what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to go back and really, really study up on your yacht rock. That's true. It's going to make your life a lot smoother. Make a playlist for your next date night with your wife. That's true. We've opened your eyes to a whole other world. Yeah. And uh, maybe may, maybe he yeah. can come back and be a contestant on Yacht Rock 2, Electric Boogaloo. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Legendary gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now you have a new perspective on life, and you're welcome. Thanks very much, Matt Wheeler from Mount Joy, Pennsylvania, and New York City, uh, for playing Know Your Yacht Rock, even though you don't. Okay, Thanks. so we're out. Thank you very much. Heavenly Father, You're listening to James Ingram and Michael McDonald with the song Yamo Be There. And I want you to know that, Cameron, if you're ever wondering, like, when times are tough, is Adam going to be around? Yamo Be There. Okay? (laughs) Yamo Be There. You are looking at him with the most disturbing look. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Reminding me of Lloyd. Um, yeah, keep the creepy to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so uh, it is now time for your feedback. Last week we asked you for movies. Uh, you know, we were inspired by Indiana Jones. Um, you know, thought, hey, it's been 19 years. What other favorite movies from days gone by would we like to see another installment from? And you guys wrote in, gave us some ideas, some casting ideas. A few of you did posters. Oh, nice. And uh, here is some of your feedback. The, funnily enough, actually in the news that I saw, it was either today or yesterday, I can't remember, um, Eddie Murphy has managed to get uh, Beverly Hill Cops 4 running. Yeah, Brett Ratner is going to hmm. do it because X-Men 3 was so awesome. <laughs> And Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah. A couple things uh, before we get to that feedback. Cody Jensen wrote in and he said, hey, you guys have been talking about Amazon and iTunes about the DRM thing. He said, if you buy an album from iTunes, burn it onto a CD. And, and then, then rip it back. And then rip it back. Yeah. It's DRM free. Yeah, sure. Sounds like a lot of hassle. It certainly it does. does. And a lot of and it's money more expensive. Spent on CDs. Yeah, you got to buy the CD. Yeah. 
And the time. Yeah, and they're a dollar more expensive at iTunes. So how about we just keep buying them from Amazon? <laughs> Thank you, Amazon.com. I Thanks, would, Cody. I would Yamo act- be there. Okay, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have officially been invited to the wedding of Mr. Uh, Callahan Ray MacGyver. No way. Yes. Callahan MacGyver. I thought he got hitched. married last summer. He got engaged. No, I thought the wedding was last June. It's hmm. this June. Maybe not. It or is Saturday. Otherwise, Wait, we have a I bad postman. I want to know what happened. It is Saturday, June fourteenth, uh, two thousand and eight. Because is it, last is he spring, still with uh, Becca, was that it? No. Melinda Marie Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was wrong. Maybe he was never with someone named Becca. Well, wait a second. No, I think you just got him in trouble if he was. No, last spring we got news that he was engaged and that the, 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 it was in Kansas and it was last summer and we couldn't make it. Do you remember that? Well, you know what? Maybe he called it off because we couldn't make it. Maybe that was when he was engaged to Becca. That's what I'm wondering. Well, he called the whole relationship (laughs) off because we couldn't make it. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and RSVP right now, Callahan. Yamo be there. (laughs) We've all been invited. He said, uh, we still need ushers. See you in June. And he said, it's to the relevant podcast crew and Kara Davis, but not Jesse Carey. Because he's dead to us. He's mad at him. He's mad at him too. Ouch. So Karen, we'll, we'll let Karen know about it. Uh, if for, for those of you who are wondering who the heck Callahan MacGyver is, go back and listen to podcasts from, I think, the fall like of 06. Fall of 06. It was some good stuff. Yeah, it was. That was some good stuff. The Snow yeah. Patrol soundtrack. The OC, yep. yeah. Tonight on, on a, a very, very special, special Callahan MacGyver, MacGyver. <laughs> P.I. <laughs> I'm kicking my way to justice. <laughs> That's <sheep>. right. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh man. Uh, so, what about you guys? Uh, uh, Are you you going to his wedding? No, I won't be there. <laughs> no, won't be there. No, I won't be there. It's in, it's in two weeks. Oh, that is that is a rude invite. You don't get. It, you see the Seinfeld where she got the invitation to the wedding in India three days before the mm. wedding. And, a, she and she was like, I'm going to go because yeah. they don't spite. think I'm going to go. Right, because they think that because the invite's so late, I'm not going right. to go. I'm going out of spite. Please see, remember I us. remember that one. Please Eventually. See, uh, another feedback here from Larissa Viegas from San Diego, California. I got about nine emails here uh, that people went on IMDb, and Lloyd was right about St. Elsewhere, that the final scene of the final episode featured one of the most unexpected plot twists in television history, that it was like, a snow globe and it was all a dream yep and patrick duffy had gills one of the and one of the main doctors ended up being the the kid's father and his dad was in a construction worker or something like that oh wow and the last scene you see patrick duffy swimming around the hospital in the snow globe with his gills but i was right twice Hmm. okay hebert Cabral wrote in to answer the question. He would like to see Weekend at Bernie's 3. <laughs> All right. Mm. Still dead, still hilarious. Yeah. And this right. time it's right. actually just Bernie's skeleton. It's like they're not even convincing anyone. Well, his cast is Patrick Duffy as Mr. Bernard Downey. Nice. Uh, Shia LaBeouf as Max Dunham. And Sean William Scott as Ray Parker. I'm Ugh. sorry. I demand Ugh. Jonathan Silverman back. I was going to say, what, what's it going to be like Weekend at Bernie's 3? What's that awful stench? <laughs> <laughs> or they're just carrying around an urn. Yeah. Horribly decomposed. (laughs) That's the tagline. All right. His other one is Asian men can't jump. Tagline, stereotyping always wins. (laughs) Nick Cannon as Dwight Briggs. Jet Li as Max Chin. And also featuring Shia LaBeouf as Jimmy Green. (laughs) 
And he did a couple posters. Did he really? Yeah. Good. We'll put him up on the podcast him. blog. What? Can you take care of that for me there, guy? Do what? I don't know. I'm just... It's Jesse did that to me once. What? I... I he was saying something about putting something up on the podcast blog. He's like, can you take care of that for me there, guy? Like, <laughs> what? What did you just say? Mark Anthony Bouye wrote in. Who, who was nice enough earlier today oh, yeah. to bring us some Frosties. Mark Anthony literally Woo! came by the office and brought Lloyd his first Frosty. Yum, yum. Yes. What did you think of it? Took photos. Uh, it was a thick chocolate milkshake. A thick, yeah. awesome chocolate milkshake. Yeah, it right? was very good. Right? Very good. And yeah. I even dipped a fry in it. Yes. And that was awesome, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> He's got a couple ideas here. One is Schindler's List 2. Let's get this party started. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, no. With the Kenny Loggins theme song, hopefully. And then um, his real idea. He says, that's not actually my joke. Um, <laughs> well, you, you made it, Anthony. And then uh, Commando, World Tour Christmas Extravaganza. Oh, I'd be there for that. Yeah. Commando is a great movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is reprising his role of John Matrix with an all-star cast of Scarlett Johansson, Robert De Niro, Gene Hackman, Chris Evans, and a slew of Disney Channel stars. (laughs) Plot, John Matrix is trying to enjoy his retirement in woods of Wyoming, awaiting his family on Christmas Eve to come visit him this year for Christmas, but instead is visited by a troop of soldiers who are all hell-bent on kidnapping him and forcing him to kill again for their gang leader, De Niro, and do his bidding. After killing all of them with nothing but a popsicle stick and a hand grenade, which is never detonated, by the way he gets a letter from his former superior officer hackman that tells him that they've kidnapped his daughter johansson again along with her husband evans and their five children each a star uh, from a list of disney channel shows and has hidden them throughout the world one on each continent <laughs> and they will be killed with 24 hours if he, within 24 hours if he does not comply john matrix must be like santa and travel the world in one day on christmas eve to save his family from nice. death yeah not bad oh now, why is it that Scarlett Johansson re- is replacing Alyssa Milano uh-huh. as his daughter? I, uh, yeah, she could still play it, I guess. I would think so. Yeah, I don't know. don't know. She's looking pretty old. <laughs> well, I mean, she the same amount of time has passed for her as has passed for Schwarzenegger. It would be kind of believable that way. I guess. Jessica Shoemaker wrote in, totally separate, and she just said uh, she's about Am- Amazon's Kindle. And she said she was uh, reading Media Bistro for job listings. I guess she's unhappy at Glimmer Glass Executive Editor. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez, don't do that. Um, <laughs> and she saw a listing for Kindle Book Evangelist at Amazon. What? That's the name of the job description, Kindle Book Evangelist. Wow. Those are the most expensive tracts ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Daddy wrote in. Jeff Daddy? Jeff Daddy? His name is Jay Daddy. <laughs> he wants to resurrect the franchise Indiana Jones. Um, oh, wow. Someone That's original. Well, he says he's it. not talking about another Harrison Ford adventure. He thinks the series should take the road of James Bond and become an ongoing franchise that periodically recasts the iconic central role. Oh. And he says That's Indiana so Jones yeah. Uh, yeah. could be Aaron Eckhart. Oh, no. come no. on. Director J.J. Abrams. No. They could revisit the 30s, maybe jump to the 40s, uh, when India is serving as a colonel in the U.S. Army and is on spy missions, or do both. I would have liked to see those Those movies. would be cool. As far as what <laughs> MacGuffin he'd be chasing, you'd like to see something involving Stonehenge, or go biblical, maybe Noah's Ark, or even the Tree of Life in the Garden of Eden. I don't know, because didn't they try oh, a TV series, man. The Young Indiana Jones? Yeah, it was awesome, though. But what I mean is it it works to do, like... Way prequel, but do the right. same age but different. Pe- yeah, I don't me. know. I like Aaron different Eckhart, person. but he is no Harrison Ford. He's being cu- he's been listed in so like I, I read something this week that they said when they get to do this 
Captain America movie that he's one of the hopefuls. Like, uh, is he just getting cast as everything right now? No, he'd be perfect. He's got that big cleft chin. I think that's why he's <laughs> been cast, but he's not actually huge. No, but I bet he could be fun. He can work out. Yeah, I don't know, Jeff Daddy. By the way, are you a 1950s era <laughs> beatnik? <laughs> Josh- I got life in me, Jeff Daddy. <laughs> Joshua Horney wrote in. No, what? you're making that Come up. H O R N E. His name is Joshua. T- his Horn. name's Joshua. So we Horn. got J Daddy and J Horn. And your your pronunciation guide. <laughs> what about Star Trek: The Nineties Generation? Yeah, a Star Trek prequel, prequel is in production, and being a Star Trek fan, I'm glad they didn't decide to use a cast of popular, hip, contemporary actors. He put all those in quotes. However, wow. I'd be in favor of a Star Trek prequel, yeah, which features a zany cast of popular, yeah. hip, 90s actors. Um, he said, uh, this takes place before the events of the original series, so the crew of the Enterprise would be considerably younger. Um, is it Star Trek 90210? So here's, here's the cast he wants to see. Leonardo DiCaprio no. as James T. Kirk. Oh, no. Freddie no. Prinze Jr. as Mr. Spock. Oh, a, come on. Get out. Whoopi Goldberg as <laughs> you heard. Oh, no, you got to be kidding me. Matthew Broderick I mean, as Chekhov. Polly Shore as Dr. Bones McCoy. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, that'd and, be funny. And Keanu Reeves starring in his first double role as Scotty and Mr. Sulu. <laughs> Did he at least send a movie poster? No. Nathaniel... Jay Arsenu wrote in and said, Kazam 2. Shaq is back and better than yeah. ever. Um, we can all agree with that. What's better than a genie who comes out of a boombox and rains Skittles on the earth? Starring Shaq and playing all the other roles, Christopher Walken. <laughs> all um, of them? I, I like guess. Like the, the kid that Shaq appears to? Like, Whoa, what is this guy doing coming out of my boombox? <laughs> I've got this this boombox here, and here's this genie just coming out of it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm an 11-year-old boy who happens to have a magic genie boombox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Stuller wrote in, he said, a sequel for Lethal Weapon would be welcomed by, I believe, many people, especially since we're allowing 60-year-old nursing home patients to act in action movies. Bring Mel Gibson and Danny Glover back, have them counter a terrorist attack in L.A., or maybe have them in Miami. Or maybe it could be some kind of anti-Semitic thing, and Mel Gibson could just (laughs) rave about that for a while. Uh, the Lethal Weapon 2, at the opening, very opening scene, they are running out of an exploding building. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was that's the City Hall here in Orlando. Right. Yeah. And old I was city here when they, when they did it. Huh? The old City Hall? Yeah. Well, mm. Obviously, it's not the current <laughs> City Hall. <laughs> I said that was the City um, Hall here in Orlando. And I, and I was there. They, it, it, they demoed it at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. Lethal Weapons 1 and 2 were fantastic. I mean fantastic. Lethal Weapon 3, so-so. Eh, Lethal Weapon 4, also so-so. But Lethal Weapons 1 and 2, man oh man. So there you go. That'll wrap up this week's podcast segment. And now for this week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. You know, the, the job of a Kindle book evangelist got us thinking. Thinking about what our dream jobs would be. And uh, we would like to hear from you what your dream job would be uh, I along the lines of Kindle Book Evangelist. And don't say working for relevant. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Unless you're a web designer, and then I'd be glad to accept <laughs> yeah, those then emails. I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> or slave, and you want to work for Adam. No, I believe butler. he calls it butler, not slave. Yeah. Uh, from what he said, butler. they need to do it, slave. No, it's butler, Lloyd. Okay, you're not paying <laughs> I, them. I've they gotten, have to pay you. I've gotten one... Uh, response from that i'm a little disappointed that i haven't gotten more 
Well, you've gotten one more than I've gotten for web designers, so. <laughs> I would like to do the accounts for the Justice League's Watchtower. Mm. <laughs> the accounts. Yep. You don't want to be in the Justice League. No. You want to do their accounting. <laughs> well, put it this way. If you do their accounts, you're the person that says, hey, I make or break what happens here. Whereas <laughs> each of them could be like, well, you, we keep swapping the team members of the Justice League. So they, they ha- they, it keeps going no matter which superheroes are in it. But if you're doing the accounts and they're like, well, we've just, we've just demolished a building trying to, trying to kill you know, Bizarro. What are we going to do? And I'll be saying, hey, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll balance a book here, balance a book there. We'll be fine. We'll work it out. <laughs> I'll dip into a slush fund. Yeah. Um, and but that just means that uh, these requisition forms that the Flash put in for new socks they're they're going to be turned down. And for people a will while. be like, "Oh, so what did you do for your work outing?" I said, "Oh, they just flew me to a nebula." <laughs> you know, you'd have the coolest stories when you met with your friends. Why don't you just want to be in the wait, Justice wait League? Wait a second, Lloyd. They would have the coolest stories, not the accountants. <laughs> yeah, and, w- and, and wait a second, Lloyd. The fallacy here is uh, in your little comic book uh, fantasy world. You know. Um, oh, it's not fantasy. You say you say you'd have the coolest stories when meeting with your friends. Well, you're not gonna have friends. You're an accountant. I mean, <laughs> comic book accountants ge- don't have friends. Comics don't have friends. Comic book geeks don't have friends. Um, yeah, in comic books, J- Jimmy Olsen has friends, and he's a geek. So <laughs> that's that. because there's imaginary. other people in the comic um, book store. What's yours, Adam? So mine you can be friends with. <laughs> mine. Is uh, editorial director of relevant media. Um, but if it weren't hired, Scarlett Johansson lipstick taste tester. I don't. Yeah, you know. But I can only wait. Taste Maya, it after why did you say yeah? I can only taste it after it's applied. I don't know. I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, room, the room yeah. 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 Up top. That's <laughs> right. Because I've been around guys too much. Yeah, I'm Turn into there. a guy. There's so much I don't know about my life. <laughs> There's so much testosterone <laughs> in the room. It just she thought oh. that was the yeah, I, was like, I would. It's it's more real, but it won't happen. I would rather. I would like to be an NFL head coach, or I would like to be a ref for NBA. A ref, mm-hmm. but you can't taunt the players if you're a ref. I know, but I can tell them what to do, and they get in my face, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you out of here." Yeah, tee them up. Tee them up. But man, I would tee up people left and right. I would have no tolerance. I would walk away for like, their... I'm not listening. I'm listening. To you. Oh, I've had enough. Oh man, I would. I'd. I'd be like known for my dramatic technicals. I would like get down on one I'd, knee, yeah, kind of air down, guitar like, slide <laughs> style, <laughs> yeah. hitting the tee. Like that effeminate uh, skip, soccer skip, skip, referee. Skip, skip, skip. You ever seen the video of that guy? Awesome. Who? Uh-huh. There's an effeminate uh, soccer referee who he 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 sounds like the soccer version of what you're talking about, except for the effeminate part. <laughs> <laughs> He's just very flamboyant with his calls. In? Okay. <laughs> but so it's, of it's soccer, so of course he's flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back. No. <laughs> Do you have anything, Cameron? No. Oh come on! I'm living my dream. Oh come on! Ah. I dream of not having to work. <laughs> I, I dream of, of having dream so of much money that I don't have to do anything ever yeah. again. Oh, that's my dream. Kindle Book keep. Evangelist. That's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So write into editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and let us know your Kindle Book Evangelist-esque dream job. I guess that'll do it for this week's podcast. Many thanks to Matt Wheeler for answering his phone this time. We tried to call him back in the day for Feltboard Superstar, and he let us go to voicemail. Oh. 
So he actually answered the phone. Even though he did turn out to be the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he was very disappointing as a contestant. <laughs> we should and we'll out. never call him again. <laughs> we should just briefly point out that we haven't received any care packages in a while. That oh, is yeah. true. If you if you've been sitting there thinking those guys are awesome, they deserve some kind of treatment. I mean, you've held back. Those guys are probably sitting in an incredibly hot, stifling room <laughs> with no Har. air circulation. Really need something refreshing <sighs> and delicious. I should send them this. Yes. Please do. Our address is at relevantmagazine.com. And the more further far away it came from, the better. Wait, our our physical address is relevantmagazine.com? <laughs> I said is at uh, okay. Okay. relevantmagazine.com. Or you can just put on a mailing address, relevantmagazine.com, and it will get It'll to get us. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> so that'll do it for this week's podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Maya Strang. And I'm Will Kinsley. We'll see you next week. The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try. Relevant podcast. Anytime, anywhere. I'm an 11 year old boy who happens to have a magic genie boombox.